I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast, episode number 45. My name is Adam Richardson, and I will be your solo host for today's episode. Last week, if you missed it, we had Greg Jenner from uh, You're Dead to Me talking all about that podcast um, with Scroobius Pip over Zoom. It was a great chat, a great conversation, so go and have a listen to that if you haven't already. Uh, we then had recommendations from Imriel Morgan from Wannabe and Buddy Peace from Buddy's Buddies. Uh, before we get to this week's guests, I've got to remind you again, the new magazine has only been out a couple of weeks, so if you haven't checked it out yet, then please head over to podbiblemag.com Dot com. Uh, you can order the magazine to your door. You can read the uh, PDF digital version. Uh, there's loads of clickable links as well. So if you read about a podcast you like, if you click on it, it will go and open that podcast up in Spotify or Acast um, or Audible if it's an Audible show. Uh, so go and have a look, podbubblemag.com. Stephen Fry is our main guest. You have to go and have a look. Moving on to this week's guests on this week's podcast, and we're going to kick things off with somebody who appeared a few weeks back recommending a show that she loves. Now she's going to get the chance to talk about her podcast. It is Elder Vine, and she's going to talk about Elder Vine's Growing Pains. Right, I'm joined by Elder Vine. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Are you all right? Yeah, very well. Thank you very much. I think we've got this uh, recording podcasts in lockdown, lockdown, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a good setup for sure. Uh, so to start things off, I would just love to hear about your podcast, um, sort of how it came about, maybe a bit about the background and uh, maybe starting with what it's called. Yeah, sure. I, mean, I have a podcast called Growing Pains or Eldermine's Growing Pains. Um and the title of that was inspired by my first EP I put out, which is also called Growing Pains. And um, it just came about because, well, initially I was doing a, a collaboration with a magazine called Tomorrow Magazine, and they let me basically take over a whole whole issue. So it was like an issue all about me or whatever I, ever I wanted to make it about. And um, I kind of had this idea of making about about growing pains and about adolescence because that's something that's inspired my songwriting throughout my whole career and um, mm. I still find that now I write songs about you know things I went through when I was 16 or 17 I, I don't know I've just always been I've always been fascinated by that time of my life and I'm, I'm always really romantic about it and I interviewed a few of my friends and a few people that I work with in that issue and I found that the the, the questions I, I asked like provoke really interesting and, and relatable answers and I thought I think this would be like a really a great a great podcast idea I think you know there's there's a lot of stuff people can relate to here and it's and and also just to open a, di a new dialogue with my fans like I think with a lot of artists you kind of only see this mysterious side of them in like a music video or in songs mm. and stuff and you don't really get to hear them like you know actually honestly hear them talk openly and purely like raw about their life and I thought this was a really good opportunity to do that 
Um, so yeah, that's how it started about, I think just over a year ago, or maybe I've been doing it longer. I don't know because the time flies, <laughs> but I think, I think for about a year, we're just doing the second series now. So. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. There's definitely something about podcasts or well, audio, but podcasts and in, in specifically that sort of gives that intimacy that you're not going to get. We talk to a lot of um, podcasters who interview uh, people, interview famous people or musicians or artists or, you know, filmmakers or whatever. And then, you know, we often find that the, the podcast format just allows that intimacy that you're not going to get from, say, more of a structured um, interview or something that's Absolutely. just done for press. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting from from your perspective. I mean, had you appeared on podcasts as a guest before and then you thought I'd like to be on the other side or? No, I, I, I'd never done it. It was something I've, it, it was a real challenge to set for myself because, you know, mm. I, I, I like jumping into things, but I, I do get very nervous about trying new things. Um, so it was definitely a, a challenge I set my, for myself and I had no experience of making podcasts before being involved in them. Um, so it was all really new for me. And it's interesting that you say that about like, the press thing. Like it was, I think that was probably one of the challenges that I had to quickly overcome was, you know, kind of like helping when I had artists on, especially helping them ease in to like get over mm. that kind of press junket talk, you know? Cause I think it's easy when you're talking about your life story to just tell, tell the story that you've been telling to all the, all, all the media outlets and stuff. Um, but I yeah. think, yeah, it's right in what you're saying. There's a different intimacy with podcasts. I think after you, after you've got past like the first few minutes, you really ease into it and it kind of just feels like a conversation with a friend. And I think, you know, it's my job to open up too, so they can feel comfortable enough to open up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that sounds great. And is there a particular structure to the podcast or a format, you know, set questions that you go through? Yeah, we have um, set questions and then I kind of, um, and and then I'll ask questions specifically for them as well. So um, a few of the questions we ask, I mean, we all start the podcast by breaking the ice with a photo of them from their teen teen years, Um, like a really embarrassing photo, which is funny. it gets some like really cute ones, really awkward ones. And it's kind of, it's a pretty vulnerable moment. I I, I don't think I've shared mine actually, or we did, uh, we did one episode when it was, when I invited a few guests back and did one that was c- kind of telling more of my story. But um, I, th- I, I, I would find that really scary to share a photo of me from that age. Cause you know, just knowing what, how, like insecure I was from from that from that time like that's hard so it's it's really nice that you know people people do that and bring those photos and we kind of talk about who that person was ask them what their first existential crisis was ask them what the most defining moment of their adolescence was and then the final question that we ask them is what would you tell your younger self um so those are kind of the three that we definitely ask and then I kind of just slip some random ones um, in there, depending on who's on the show. Yeah, I imagine it's a really exposed. That those kind of questions must be very exposing. And yeah, you uh, do you find that you quite often get guests who have their guard up initially with that kind of stuff, and then Definitely. they tend to open up. Definitely, I think yeah, like what I was saying before. I think you know people are kind of sometimes people are scared to go into um mm. <laughs> I mean because we all know what we we're up to at like 17 18 so I think um yeah. some people yeah definitely like shy away from saying too much but then I've had some guests that are just go for it and I love that because I, that's what people want to hear you know like I think people now crave authenticity more than ever and so I think it's it's 
really valuable when artists are truly open about you know what they went through when they were 17 especially because a lot of the artists I have on here and my fan base including are you know that sort of demographic there are a lot there's a lot of young people that listen to this podcast so I think you know the more honest and raw you are about it the the more it's going to help them yeah yeah definitely help us sort of get that connection over with with the fans so if you were to have a brand new listener who'd never heard of the podcast and hadn't listened to any episodes, where would you recommend them to start? Would it be a particular episode or would it just be episode one? I, to be honest, episode one is my favorite one because episode one was with my dad. And I think a lot of the guests um, I've had are kind of similar to like my, my age or like just a little bit older than me and my, and so it was really interesting to do it with my dad to have like, Mm. like his adolescence was completely different to mine because it was, no offense to him, but so long ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and also just, to, I think it was, it was just a really nice dialogue to have like a daughter, a father and daughter kind of talk about their experiences. And me and my dad have got a really great relationship like that, where we can be really open and honest with each other. So I think that one was a really, really special one. So I would definitely say start, start there. Um, but I'm really excited about the new series. We've got um, some great guests coming on i've had just released the episode with emma Nike. i've got some with joy crooks coming with jesse rutherford shannon beverage like a whole bunch of people that i really look up to and admire so just definitely stay tuned for those as well brilliant okay and what about plans moving forward i mean it sounds very much as if you're enjoying producing the podcast is it something you want to keep up oh yeah absolutely um i mean we've got like guests lined up for for another series as yeah as well so um so it's definitely something I want to keep doing and and, and it's actually during lockdown as well it's been it's been great to kind of keep me busy I, I really enjoy doing it and it's nice also to just talk get to talk to people that isn't like god bless my mum but I'm with my mum every day you know like uh-huh. so it's like it's nice to just have conversations with people and like actually get into like a good deep chat with someone every now and then I love that yeah yeah definitely I, I can I totally hear you with that one okay brilliant all right well thank you very much for for that and yeah, uh, I'm, I'm assuming if uh, people want to check it out it's available in all the usual yeah all the places. usual platforms yeah brilliant okay thank you very much thank you there we go lovely having a chat with Elder Vine all about her show um should we have a little break and then we will come back for some recommendations First up for this week's recommendations, we have a debut from Saruti from the Red Handed podcast. Um, she will be back with her co-host in a couple of weeks to talk all about that show. Really great story from, uh, I was going to say rags to riches, but <laughs> it's not it's not quite that. But um, it's a really great story about a truly small independent podcast suddenly becoming a big success. So check out that uh, in a few weeks. But before that, before we get there, we're going to have a recommendation from Saruti. We're going to hear it right now. Right, it is recommendation time now, and I'm here with Saruti from Red Handed. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Hi, Adam. Hello, I'm very... Oh, God. How I are you? I just answer the question you didn't even ask me. <laughs> I don't care. No. How are you? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. I'm really great. Uh, and I must say, Hannah from Red Handed is also here. Hi. Yeah, I'll be chipping in with my yes. unwanted opinions. <laughs> yes, but 
primarily it is a recommendation from Saruti that we're looking forward to hearing. So please, can you tell us about a podcast that you really love? Absolutely. So the podcast that I want to recommend, because if you guys haven't listened to it, I just have to make a case for it on this show. Um, obviously, if you're listening, you're a massive podcast fan. So the podcast I've got is Dr. Death by Wondery. So... Right. This is terrible. I can't remember how I found it. I think possibly it was recommended to me because I feel like these days, because there are so many podcasts out there, I only generally tend to listen to ones who have been recommended to me by somebody yeah. I trust. So I think Dr. Death must have been a recommendation. So it came out in 2018 and I just, I don't know, fell in love with it is the right word because it's so grisly, but I would say it's like a medical true crime podcast is the best way I would describe it. So it's about a surgeon from Texas called Christopher Dench. I think that's how they say his name throughout it. And basically he just seems like from the surface, like he just wasn't a very good neurosurgeon. But what happens is every hospital he works in, he just seems to either massively injure and leave his patients hugely sort of um, incapacitated afterwards. Many of them sort of are completely paralyzed after he operates on them or he kills them outright. So he's not having much sort of success rate with his operations. But every hospital that he works in, instead of sort of checking into this malpractice, what's going on here? Why is he having such uh, a poor success rate with his operations? They just sort of keep moving him on to a different hospital. They get rid of him. Nobody ever sort of wants to look into it. Or they just completely ignore the accusations against him and keep him on. And it seems very much because having a neurosurgeon in your hospital in the US can make you lots of money. So they don't want to sort of highlight the fact that potentially this guy is either not very good or slash completely up to no good mm, and right. it's yeah it's very horrific because I feel like the way they've done it is great because they have when they go into the discussions about the way he's operating they're interviewing the nurses who are in the room and the nurses are like I didn't know why he was doing this I was looking at the x-ray and I could tell that there was something wrong with what he was doing and the whole time they're playing like the beeping noise that you would hear in a hospital or in a surgical theater it's very like it sucks you in and some of the descriptions of the surgery if you are particularly squeamish to that kind of thing i would say go into this podcast with caution because there's a okay. lot of description of medical procedures going badly it's it's a lot <laughs> okay but how how is it set up i mean just having a look it seems as if there are 10 episodes so is it just a it's one story that is told across those 10 episodes yeah so it is um the person narrating it is an investigative uh, journalist who was on mm. the case of um dr dench and she's sort of following the case she interviews a lot of um his patients so there is a lot of sort of interview audio with people who were directly affected at the hands of this man. And then she's also interviewing the hospitals. She's also narrating the case. So from start to finish, it is just the one case of this man, Christopher Dench. But it sort of goes backwards and forwards. She interviews a lot of different people who are involved with it. And it's just coming to a conclusion as to why nothing was ever done. And also, really interestingly, why he was doing what he was doing. 
Was he just not a very good surgeon and his sort of continued practice and his continued sort of the, the things that he did that were so horrific to these people? Was it just enabled by um, hospital administrators who looked the other way because they were greedy or because they were lazy? Or was he actually doing it on purpose because he was getting off like some sort of serial killer on mm. harming these people? And ki- eventually also he killed two people. So the, the question at the heart of it is really why these things were allowed to happen and also why he himself was doing what he was doing. Sounds fascinating. Hannah, have you listened to this? We actually listened to it together on... Um, we did a road trip through Transylvania because wow. okay. we thought it would be funny. Um, <laughs> Turns out it was. <laughs> it was. And like Romania is absolutely beautiful, but there's only about three roads. So we just did the same stretch of road over and over again. And everything is about four <laughs> hours apart. So we were just driving along this same road, listening to Do- Dr. Death. And as a true crime podcast consumer, like I am just such a, sh- a sucker for like the long form which is the opposite of what we do. And I, I can't, I kind of can't think of anything worse because the nice thing about what we do is we do one every week. So if everyone hates it, they've only got a week to wait and they all get over it and then we get a new one and then they talk about something else. I can't yeah. imagine what it must be like to pour six months, a year of your heart and soul into making a 10 part series on something and everyone hates it. Like that would just absolutely destroy me. But um yeah. I think that's also why I'm drawn to the, the the ten parters. I really like the arc of a story, and I think it's a real art to be able to keep people interested for ten episodes over the same thread. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, Saruti, would you say I, mean, I quite often find with these kind of things where it's a, a series and where it's a true story that sometimes the ending might not perhaps be as satisfying as as you as you would have hoped um especially if you're used to watching a lot of fiction or listening to audio dramas is it is it a satisfying listen all the way through I think it absolutely is a satisfying listen and maybe this comes from the perspective of like being a true crime podcaster myself it's exactly as you said Adam if you're just watching fiction you know that the author the writer whoever it may be is going to wrap it up in as close to a neat little bow at the end for closure for satisfaction all that in the world of true crime there just isn't always that and I think Mm. You just need to be curious. And I think the podcast asks you to ask a lot of questions for yourself about why this man did what he did. And to be honest, I think that's much more responsible reporting. No one can claim to know what was going on in this man's head or why he did what he did. The best thing is to say, these are some theories. These are some suggestions. Here's what happened. It's up to you to make up your mind about what you think. So I think if you go into it with that mindset... And you can hack some absolutely toe-curling, stomach-churning descriptions of spinal surgery. I would recommend Dr. Death for sure. Excellent. Okay, well, thank you very much. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Saruti, for that recommendation, Dr. Death. And uh, coming up now, we have another recommendation and it's another true crime podcast uh, with we're doubling up this week uh we've got james from a gay and a non-gay and he's talking about a true crime podcast that he loves right i'm here with james bar from a gay and a non-gay hello hi dan's also here too the non-gay hello hello dan hi 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 Uh, but primarily 
I want to hear from you, James, because I want you to tell us about a podcast that you love to listen to. Right. Okay. Well, I am obsessed with Fake Heiress right now, which is <laughs> okay. a BBC Radio 4 podcast all about the fraudster Anna Sorokin. And if you don't know who that is, let me fill you in. So this woman basically um, lived by the rule of fake it till you make it. And she pretended that she was a very famous, wealthy German heiress. And she hit New York and basically she she was a fraudster and she stayed in hotels without paying uh, for months. She made friends with really high-powered people. She was featured in magazines. Um, she <laughs> basically stole a lot of money from people by pretending that she would just pay them back once her <laughs> check had cleared. She had a big influx of money coming and uh, she would just say constantly like, oh, I'm having issues with my accountant. And she would set up fake email addresses and pretend to be famous accountants to fob people off as to why the money hadn't come through yet. Uh, one of the biggest things she did was she took a load of- No spoilers. Influencer. Oh, <laughs> one of the biggest things she did, no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give it away, but this story is out there in the internet anyway, um, is that she took uh, a load of friends on a very expensive holiday. And I think it was like over $10,000 a night to stay in this place. And she took a load of friends out there. But then, of course, when she got there, her cards weren't working. So she had to get a friend to pay instead. And there are so right. many stories just like that. And what I love about the podcast is that they've dramatized the investigation. So some of it is acted and some of it is journalism. So it's a true crime podcast, but it's done so differently. And it's really refreshing to hear a podcast that's in that category, true crime, that isn't just about murder. Wow. Okay. And and is it, you know, the series is complete now? Yeah, the series is complete. Um, and uh, can, it is... Can you remember how many episodes there were? Yeah, there's six There's six episodes. Um, so it's just a limited series. But this will for sure end up being a Netflix documentary at some point. Like, it, it just has to be. Can you remember how you discovered it? Was it a recommendation to you? Or I've been obsessed with this woman forever. Okay. <laughs> um, Anna Sorokin. I remember reading a blog about it on Vanity Fair or something like three or four years ago and thinking, wow, because in a way she kind of inspired me a bit. Not that I want to steal loads of money, but it's that whole confidence thing. And if you've got confidence in yourself, I believe you can do whatever. And she did that. She just went out there and she said, this is who I am. This is how much money I've got. I can do whatever I want. And she, she did it. She ate in restaurants for free. She stayed in hotels for free. She went on free holidays. And it's sort of what influencers are kind of doing wow. <laughs> right now yeah. in real life. So in that sense, I really connected with Anna a lot. It's that fake it till you make it, dress for the job, you want sort of attitude but to the extreme i so, i'm obsessed with this i've never heard it but i'm just looking it up now and just the episode descriptions are so like tantalizing so like episode four anna is close to turning her arts foundation into a reality she just needs 22 million dollars <laughs> like yeah it's such a great tease I and she nearly get it. it she nearly gets it <laughs> i think no spoilers. I, mean, no spoilers. I can't remember that episode but she I mean, it's just fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. Brilliant. It sounds like, Dan, are you are you going to be downloading this? Oh, after, 100%. 100%. Like, yeah. So there was that description, then this other one. Anna invites her friends on a $7,000 a night holiday, but she doesn't have any money. <laughs> this is the one. Like, yeah. like who, who doesn't want to hear how that's going to turn out? Like, I Listen, can't wait. Listen, because also, 
We've also all been away with a mate or been at dinner with a mate who said they're getting dinner and then they've gone, oh, no, I've forgotten my card. And you think they're just scamming you, but as a joke. And then you're like, no, I'll get it. I'll get it. Pay me back. And you you believe that they will. But on in Anna's case, there was no way she was going to pay it back. <laughs> Very true. Okay. All right. Well, I imagine a lot of people will be uh, heading to download that as well. I think it's always good when you know, in this time when there's plenty of wonderful podcasts uh, that are releasing weekly episodes, when you get something like this, where you're like, okay, six episodes, I can do that in a couple of weeks and really get into it. So uh, yeah, great recommendation. Thanks so much. There we go. All done on the recommendation front. All that leaves me to do is say goodbye. Thank you for listening. Thanks for checking out uh, Pod Bible magazine. And hopefully you've been checking out Pod Bible as well on social media. We've had a lot going on. We've been doing these lockdown listens where, uh, or lockdown listening posts where we've been asking people from ACAST and Spotify and Audible and even uh, myself and Scroobus Pip and Stu Whiffen have been picking out the top five podcasts that have got us through lockdown. The, the shows we've been listening to regularly when we've needed escapism or when we've needed to keep up to date with everything that's been going on so um go and have a look on our social media at podbible for that if you want to email us it's info at podbiblemag.com and as i said before the website is podbiblemag.com where you can read the magazine you can order back issues you can read the blog and you can also sign up to the newsletter where you'll get a uh an email through to your inbox every wednesday with extra recommendations and links to loads of good podcast related stuff uh, that's it for this week thank you very much i will be back next week i'm sure hopefully joined by one of pip or stew or maybe both maybe we'll all get together at some point we'll have to wait and see uh, but until then thanks very much for listening and let me finish by saying that this podcast is produced by the incredible buddy peace go and have a look at all his work if you fancy it thanks very much see you soon mm-hmm.